I don't fit in. That's hell. It's hell when you can't be around your peers. All my life I grew up around black people, poor people, but I can't live around poor people now because they'll rob me. And why would they rob me? Because they're starving, because there's no money here. But they're telling me, now that I made a little money, I have to move here. So it's not like no one's ever trying to deal with this section. They're just moving away from it. And we're going to have more stars coming from the ghetto, but they're going to they're all move this way. You know what I'm saying? So it's like all, all the society is doing is leeching off the ghetto. They use the ghetto for their pain, for their sorrow, for their culture, for their music, for their happiness, for their movies, to talk about boys in the hood. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to be another young. I don't want to be 50 years old at a BET We Shall Overcome um, Achievement Awards. You know what I'm saying? Uh-uh. Not me. You know, I want, when they see me, they know that every day when I'm breathing, it's, it's, it's for us to go farther. You know, every time I speak, I want the truth to come out. You know what I'm saying? Every time I speak, I want to shiver. You know, I don't want them to be like, they know what I'm going to say because it's polite. They know what I'm going to say. And even if I get in trouble, you know what I'm saying? That Ain't that what we're supposed to do? It's, I'm not saying I'm going to rule the world or I'm going to change the world, but I guarantee that I will spark the, the, the brain that will change the world. And that's our job, is to spark somebody else watching us. We, we might not be the ones, but let's not be selfish, and because we're not going to change the world, let's not talk about how we should change it. I don't know how to change it, but I know if I keep talking about how dirty it is out here, somebody's going to clean it up. All right, guys, welcome to The Relatable Source. Uh, this podcast is a bit different. Um, I finally have guests over. I finally have the um, sort of uh, technology to try to bring people in here, but you know, we're, uh, you can tell we're actually growing with this podcast. So uh, first of all, if you're new here, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, uh, what, I, what I can tell you about this podcast, it's all things relatable. It's called The Relatable Source. Um, now, The Relatable Source uh, tackles all topics that are relatable, of course. But if you do have a question or any suggestions that you want to bring in, um, by all means, uh, I'd love any feedback. This isn't a, a more win-win situation for just yourself on gaining knowledge. I want to actually... Um, learn some things too. So I do the research, you guys bring it back to me and we're going to create a community out of it. But um, uh, by all means, uh, I'd like to introduce you to um, uh, the two people that are going to be in this podcast. Uh, boys, if you want to start it off, Rami. Yeah, hey guys, um, just talk about myself. Yeah, just talk about yourself, let them know who you are. My name is Rami Kabar, as you can tell from the description probably. Um, I run a marketing agency called New Motion Studio. We're based in Parramatta in Sydney, New South Wales, in Australia, and um, we focus on helping small to medium-sized businesses grow. Nice. And we do that through a variety of different service offerings and strategic partnerships that we have with a few different companies. Nice, nice, nice. And and Hamza, the main man. You you say you say your little uh, no. three I'm things. Hamza. Um, I'm currently in a startup trying to run a marketing agency. We do all things from digital marketing, social media management, management. I can't speak as usual. That's where the input in me comes out. <laughs> um, we build websites now as well. So it's just all that good stuff based on the current generation that's coming through. And I unfortunately work at a bank as well. Oh, look, you gotta, you got to do what you got to do to make the money. So it's all right. Um, now, look, you guys got the sense of what they are. The topic we're talking about today is, is university worth it now? You both heard from both of them that you know they're very um, big with wanting to become their own man into their own um, industries and try to tackle it their own. So um, it'll be very interesting to sort of get an understanding of what they think about the topic. Now, the topic is definitely is university um, worth it. But I'll start it off. Basically, some of us loved it, some of us hated it, um, and many people around the world still fight for the right to access it. Um, school is a universal experience that can both release and oppress the capacity and wish 
for all people to have access to basic education is one of the most outstanding evolutions of human society. Can we, can we all agree on that, boys? Yeah, yeah. definitely. Absolutely. So allowing us to progress over the last few thousands years, thousand of years, it, it expanded um, the potential for ourselves, our own kinds, and, and support more justifiable access to opportunities all around the world. But one uh, main thing that I want to get out of this um, topic is it, it may not always seem like the best thing. I mean, it's logical to go to school and learn and, and try to get as much as you can from out of it. But also at the same time, it's also the system that may be failing us and uh, to sort of uh, expand our knowledge, try to go to different avenues and, and maybe even um, get with current trends and current times. But the standard leading ideal of education is established and progressively developing uh, economies focuses on um, the, a, a reductive and rigid approach. It's to build knowledge, enforce conformity of the mind, and, and often kill curiosity. So uh, because at its core it is designed to reinforce the status quo of the day, um, this is not new, it's, it's, it's history of education, which I'm pretty sure you guys are gonna know about. Um, and uh, it's, been, it's been going on for a thousand years. Uh, if, or pretty much when the school system first started. Um, and it, it basically reinforces hierarchy, status, and obedience. Now, now boys, uh, when you both, let's, let's start off from the beginning in primary school, if you can remember it. Um, how did you guys feel about that sort of experience? Was it more uh, an experience to learn? Was it more an experience to, uh, not even uh, an education factor, but more to make friends? How did, how did you guys think about that? I think as a creative person, I personally enjoyed primary school yeah. because <clears throat> in my field at least, and I'm sure you guys as marketing people as well, you would know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. We need that freedom. We need that edge to us. We need that childish um, aspect to us because that's when we really thrive. We come up with universal ideas. We come up with ways, um, innovative ways, creative ways to help even our clients move up, get new designs, get the best marketing strategy out there. Um, I do believe that primary school, I really enjoyed it because I just think that the, just kids in general are the most creative people in the world. That's my honest personal opinion because how can you can just give them like literally a box. They're going to come back with something. You give a human a box, the best thing we're going to do is maybe just shut the box and move it out. Or I, guess, I guess, yeah, the good thing is, is it's, we're all sponges when we begin. So exactly. okay, and, and anything that we can get uh, if had we had that mindset we'll, we'll gain everything like a sponge we'll be like we'll be geniuses at this time and those mm -hmm. that are geniuses probably continue on that mindset but Rami with yourself now it's it's not in the sense of letting your education get in between yourself and, and what you wanted to be aspiring in the future yeah. but do you do you actually believe that do you think that maybe sometimes education can halt us and 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 really trap us on what we want to actually gain in life I personally don't think education is the issue. Um, I, th I think education in itself is the idea of learning. Right. The way education is um, taught or presented to you or um, shoved down your throat in some situations, I think is the issue. Um, when you show a, a person the um, possibilities that they can achieve by having being educated, whether that be... Um, just learning new skills or um, understanding how the world works and showing them the importance of why it is important to learn these things. I think that removes the problem that a lot of people think or perceive to be the issue with education. 
I don't think education in itself is the issue. So it's more of the system. This is definitely how, the how they start off the system. Definitely you know, the system. Fair enough, fair enough. Oh, look, I've got, I got a little quote for you guys. Do you guys know who Mark Twain is? Of course. Mark Twain. Famous, famous writer. Right? Author. Yeah, author, that's author, right. That's what did you right. say? Facebook? He's a writer too, I guess. Yeah, right? I know. But yeah. I was thinking, like, what's he, the right word? He basically said, I never let school get in the way of my education. Oh, that's awesome. So it's that more, is beautiful. It's exactly how you put it. It's exactly putting, um, ma- making sure that the system doesn't get in between of what you want to learn. In, in particular, yeah. but I'll I'll start you off with a little thing that I, I basically researched. It's mainly school killing, cre- uh, school, uh, the schooling system killing creativity. To start off, let's establish that learning and schooling are two very different things. Definitely, which is yeah. 100%. exactly you touch point. The lessons needed for life are often not taught in schools. For example, no instruction on taxation, um, paying taxes, the banking system. Um, two fundamental systems that yeah. all adults have mm. to participate in. <clears throat> for many. Um, school was more of a prison where where you taught how to think, how to behave, how to function within a rigid, bell-ridden system that was designed to prepare young minds for the workforce through the standard of, you know, standard technique of memorizing, regurgitating information um, in a test-based environment. So it's, yeah. it's, it's not in the sense of... That's not how life works. No, it's not really exactly. So you're working in the banking system and... and Imagine you understood that from the beginning. Can I tell you something very honestly? I don't know if you noticed, but I started laughing. <clears throat> I didn't know what a BSP account number was until I started working in a bank. See, that's that's troubling. Do you, see, do, you see, do you see what I I'm mean? Telling you now, I'm telling you now, even <clears throat> through high school, like I, 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 my parents told me that I needed to get a card. I needed to get a Combank card as soon as my first job happened. I had no idea what a tax file number is. I had no idea what yeah, exactly a BSP, an account number, how it all works, how the system brings it around. But... Um, I guess that's that's another uh, fundamental thing. I know it's not creative to know about taxations and, and stuff like that, but at the same time, it might increase our creativity. Of course. To know more life lessons. So it's, you know, not looking good for the schooling system. But do you boys agree with this? Was there a, was there a time where you felt that you didn't need school in general and felt like it was holding you back? Um, yeah, definitely for me. I'm, as you guys all definitely not know, but I was homeschooled for high school. So really? I went to a primary school, um, oh. a public primary school, but in high school, my parents asked me if I wanted to try out homeschooling. What was that? What was the, um, what was the reason? They we had a few friends. I had a few family friends that were doing homeschooling at the time. Yeah. And um, their parents were talking to my parents, that, oh, you should definitely try it with your kids. It's the best thing ever. You can um, promote them to do what they enjoy and what they're passionate about rather than just letting the school system decide and dictate that for them. I love that. And um, because of that, obviously... Um, yeah, I, was, I, I decided to go ahead with it. For the first year, I really, really enjoyed it. It was, um, I couldn't believe the amount of freedom I had, not just because you were at home, but the ability to do your schoolwork, um, complete the um, necessary required work, and then having time to um, pursue something that you enjoy. Obviously, as a kid, when you, when you finish school, for example, with me, I was finishing at around 1 p.m. every day. You have the rest of the day um, ahead of you. It's oh, not shit. like you have to just... 1 p.m.? Yeah. Like I'll start a little bit earlier, but I'll finish um, my schooling just after midday. And because of that, it gives you time on your hands. And because when you have time on your hands, you start to find different ways to occupy your time. And because of that, I was able to um, pursue a few different um, ideas that were encouraged to me by my parents. It was my dad, from an early age, saw my interest in computers. And I was always fascinated by how things work. So he used to always speak to me about um, Steve Jobs, Bill Gates and a few other um, people who were innovative um, more recently. And because of that, it's given me an interest in learning how things were built and made, and it gave me a desire to learn and how to do things for myself. Did, you, did you see that 
inspir- inspiration from those particular individuals who yeah. have been very successful in their fields. But did you see them as being in the inspiration or did you see how you were um, being homeschooled yeah, um, learning about that and how uh, and have that freedom to understand their where they were. Like, was that was there was there a factor in in between on on which was driving you more? Was it yeah. the education side or was it just actually learning from your own end? The what inspired me, I think, originally was I saw these people doing these amazing things, and I thought to myself, um, they're just human beings like me. I'm no different to them. So what is it that I have to do, or how can I get to that stage? Yeah. Um, and because of that. <laughs> Um, and plus because I was homeschooled a lot of majority of the time you're depending on yourself to study I have to force myself to work hard to do, get good marks it's your mum you can easily slack off and just say oh I'm not going to bother today and um, you can come up with some random excuse to, and your mum will just let you go Fair point. but because of that it pushed me to um, really depend on myself have a good discipline in working hard studying hard putting the extra work to get good grades when it wasn't really necessary I didn't have peers to compare myself to but, um, but see, that's that's another thing. Like I was, that's I was beautiful, yeah, yeah, you know. But like, um, there, there's been some, uh, I guess, well, from my own end, from learning about people that go home school is yeah. they miss that social aspect. That's right. That might maybe increase their uh, ability to network, yeah. talk talk to people, understand new ideas, and, and share yeah. new things. But did you did you ever find that a difficulty? To me personally, no. No. Um, I'm not going to speak on behalf of all homeschoolers because I know my sister; she struggled with this personally. But for me, um, I had my friends from primary school and from church as well, um, and I used to see them regularly. I didn't ever feel like oh, I didn't have enough um, time to hang out with mates. I was consistently playing video games and communicating with friends over the internet. Um, and from an early age as well, I was I was building my business. I was learning skills in web design, development, and things I'm doing now. So I was always meeting clients. So um, I think I was 12 years old when I had my first client phone call to try to convince them wow. to let me do their website. Wow. Um, and at 14, I was, my dad was dropping me off at meetings and I was meeting people and selling them on website design services. So because imagine, of that, imagine a little guy just right. in, a, in a big 14 way. years old. It's like, yeah. it's like, I've got a business. Dad, I need to live. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> I'm sitting in like a house. I don't even, yeah, I don't, I don't even know now that I think about it. For but, those that are international, red peas is basically like your, your learner's license. You start getting that and then that's when you, well, you need an adult to sit with you to yeah. sort of drive. Wait, wait, but, what's it called? Ropies? No, 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 red peas. Oh, red, red peas. Red, red peas. peas. Yeah. I heard red peas as well. I was like, <laughs> oh, okay. See, I thought it was the only one. No, but do you know Hopefully what? you got that. Hopefully you got that. <laughs> oh, yeah. But um, no, that's that's really interesting. Fair enough. And, and Hamza, from your end, I know you started in high school, but were you, was it was it international? Is that, is that how it worked? Or did you start off in there? Um, so basically, before I add on my experience, um, before I add on my experience, I just have to say what I really respect about you being homeschooled and what I don't think that many people genuinely understand is that how you find yourself when you're alone. Because we're in an era where, look, I'm not, this is just how I've seen it and I'm not yeah. going to say this is the generation, like, I'm no different. I was like that as well. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I was like that as well. And like, I just needed the support of people around me to feel good because when I was alone, yeah. I wouldn't exactly feel the greatest for myself. And I'm sure that a lot of people can relate with me. I certainly hope not. Yeah. So that you have a great, you know, so your mental health and everything is good. But I just personally struggle with it. What I really respect about where you came from and what I was just like, wow, that's incredible is you had that time to yourself. Yeah. And you had 
the energy and the power and just that connection with yourself to yeah. understand who you are and you have that good um, support system around you where it's just like, no, you're not good at this and you're not good at that. It's like, no, I see you got an interest in this. Yeah. Let's put you forward. And that brings me on to my next, um, the question you said, um, if school, I do feel that school and university suffocated the shit out of me. Yeah. I do think school is important because everyone needs that social structure and stuff like that. But I personally think as a creative person, it just killed me because I have a different set of skills and I have a different way of learning. That was actually the other point I want to tell mm. you as well, that you figured out how to learn. Yeah. In school, they're just like, you know what, here's the book, memorize every single full stop, every single comma and everything like that. But they don't really tell you why you have to learn it. That's, that's another interesting thing. I guess the, uh, it also brings back to the topic of science. Yeah. Know, science science, science they, is beautiful. The, 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 the interesting thing about science is they'll tell you how things work. They won't tell you why, though. Mm. They, don't, they, they have no explanation. They don't it. have any explanation. Exactly. No so one knows how to so it's an unworldly, in, in a way, it's an unworldly thing. But I'll, thank you for sharing that, boys. In a way, I'll, I'll, I'll share this with you. Now, I'm going to continue touching on the point of killing creativity. right? But in order to succeed in this mandatory system, which is the schooling system, we all have to learn to think about complex situations in the world uh, that is limited, restricted, and in direct ways, mm. right? So the more you think about everything, it's, it's basically put in, in a box. Science over here, language over there, maths, geography, uh, even sports. Sports is actually managed and coordinated by your PE teachers. Um, the, the more I read into this, the more I found out that this actually helps us learn how to break the world down into individual and manageable parts. Um, so that we can then put them together in an ordered way and conform to the system since the beginning. So the whole point that I found about it was because we have certain times and what to, to go to different classes, and I'm pretty sure you had that when you had that in, in homeschool. They, they gave you a specific time that you needed to... Yeah, it was a routine, routine effort. Um, and as a result for many people, schools do massive damage. One, kids drop out, creativity fails... People are bullied for not fit, fitting in. Um, and all the non-linear learners, or all those that don't pay attention, they struggle to get through. Um, it's interesting. I actually, I remember I was at uni and I, I was looking at this uh, TED Talk. Now this TED Talk had this individual by the name of Sir Ken Robinson. Sir Ken Robinson was, was a speaker and he basically had the topic of um, kill creativity. Also going into the fact we, we have sold ourselves um, into into a fast food model of education, yeah, things just have to get things have to get into like a, a fast paced movement. It's damaging our spirit and our energies, and as much as uh, as fast food is draining our bodies. Um, but there was another interesting one. For example, there was a there was a TED talk in, in a way where um, when we were little, I don't know, did you boys play with Legos? Oh, yeah. I yeah. still do. I still. Yeah. Do. <laughs> I, I think Lego personally is one of the best creative things you well, can see, do. Well, this, see, this is the interesting thing. Our, our version of Lego is they'll give us a, a bunch of blocks and we have the freedom to do whatever we want with them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Colourful, go from largest, um, large, small, medium size, whatever. It killed as a bitch when you stepped on it, for sure. But now, when we look at it now, and I'm not, I'm not sure if you guys know this, um, I remember taking my little baby cousin um, going out to Big W. Big W is, a, uh, for those that are international, Big W is sort of like your Walmart or like your you know, um, manufactured supermarket, but mainly those that you can buy toys and, and, and so forth. But, but yeah, I, I took him out there and then he was looking at this Lego land and 
not Lego Land. He was looking at this Lego section, and this Lego section had a model rocket of like a spaceship, or like a, or, or, or it was a, it was a ship in general. It was like someone, an individual that you needed to build. And when looking in the box, it had an instruction on exactly how to do it. And there was there was a pinpoint exactly how to make it look like that. How to what what you need to do, even the timeline on how long it will take you. Um, and what's interesting is it, it kind of differs from us, where they just gave us block and we had the freedom to do and creative, and to expand our creativity and go forth from that. But kids these days, they're more given, and this is the same thing with uni. We're given a requirement that we need to do, a task, a question that we need to answer, and we go on and 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 do it. But in a way, it's starting at a very early age where they want to manage and coordinate that sort of creativity. Do you always agree with yeah, that? Definitely. I do. Yeah. But do you know what's interesting? What's when I used to play with Lego, because, not trying to toot my own horn, I'm very good with Lego, <laughs> but there were used to be times, I'm not even joking, that I wouldn't even look at the Lego thing anymore. I tried to figure it out myself. <clears throat> I would actually look at the box and try and put it together and I can tell you one thing for sure. That was like, I, I used to get maybe as high as 80%. To, to understanding and like building building it to yeah. the top but see that's another thing it also brings it back to yours when you were homeschooled yeah. you <coughs> made it made it your own challenge to research all these people and, and at, a, at the age of 12 meet your own client yeah. like it wasn't school telling you that you needed to do that Definitely. it was it was yourself school would never do that because yeah. they still feel like at 12 years old you're not really capable of meeting those requirements to become course, your yeah. own boss it was more so um, just seeing people um, older than me doing the stuff that I wanted to be doing and just saying why can't I just do it now and then just going out and doing something and then learning from the mistakes that you make and then realizing that you need to learn more to be able to get to the stage that you want and it kept you it keeps it keeps you driven to not think you've made it or you're good enough especially when you have your own business um, you come into it initially thinking wow okay I'm just gonna offer one service and I'm gonna kill it and then you realize that as a business owner you're gonna have to know how to be a good salesperson that's that not school doesn't teach you this you need to be good at sales you need to be good at marketing even if you're not a marketing agency you have to be good at marketing how are people going to hear about it exactly um you need to be good at managing um customers expectations and giving them a good customer experience none of this stuff is ever taught within you within university as well i believe from people that i know oh absolutely i'm telling you now my whole bachelor's degree that I, i by the way i did a bachelor's degree in business and commerce and i majored in marketing and management my, the field that I work in is predominantly marketing. Um, I do a bit of sales here and there, but predominantly it is marketing. The things that I ex- experienced as soon as I finished university and then I went into the working world, the one, you know, I'm giving, him, I'm giving him too much credit actually, probably 0.5% of what I learned in there was what I was doing at work. So imagine that. I got, I got a fuckload of debt to, to pay off from, from shit that I really didn't need to know. Um, for example, international marketing, like fair enough, international marketing is good, but to start off, the fundamental aspects is to give you a kickstart to start off in the working field. But when I learned these things, uh, marketing is about selling yourself. They really didn't touch point on that. It was mainly like yeah, the, the yeah. sort of strategies that you need to do to sort of do that aspects, but that's more a senior level, yeah. you know? Um, and it was interesting to me to the point where maybe they, need, they, had, they haven't done it right. Maybe they, they weren't really that consistent with the system in terms of how they needed to go about things. And it's not just that as well. What always astonishes me um, is when you have a prospective employee that you're looking to hire come in, 
you've got a guy with a $50,000 piece of shit in his hand. I call it a piece of shit because it is, to be honest. But that's my personal opinion. You're talking about money? Oh, no, I'm talking about a, like a degree. paper oh, degree. Oh, bachelor's, bachelor's degree. Okay, yeah. fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're coming in, this guy's it's like... Paper. I'm like, yeah, well... You know, you know, you know, you know really how I feel yeah, about yeah. this university bullshit. But you got this guy tooting his own. Yeah, I'm from Sydney Uni. I got HDs in this subject, this that subject. By the way, I need I need to explain it to the people that might not know. HD is a high distinction. Oh, okay. Yeah. So 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 a high distinction is basically your yeah you're a plus yeah a a plus plus you're you're the you're the top bitch in the class. But go on. Um. So you get that, he walks in, he's tooting his horn, he's like, oh, I did this, I did that. Imagine the, uh, me, for example, as a business owner, I would look at him like, but where did you use in the real world? The guy just shuts down. You know, they're not ready for this. And I honestly, I actually empathize with that person because he wasn't prepared. They he wasn't, he wasn't prepared at all. They spend all that time and effort and studying. And, and now the whole world has just come crashing down. Whereas you got, see a guy maybe not have gone to uni or anything, but he's got every skill in the world. Me as a business owner, look, you guys have experience of running a business. Who would you pick? The guy with the fancy degree from Sydney University? Yeah. Or the guy that's been grinding and battling his ass off for the last three years? Personally, I look into experience. What's funny is I've just recently hired a marketing assistant to work with me. Oh, congratulations. And I had to go through that process of deciding who you're going to hire. And I had a few different people come in. Obviously, um, a lot of them were really good as well. And I would have definitely hired if it wasn't to, for this guy. Basically, what, what separated him from the person with the most um, certification or... Um, qualification was his experience and his desire to learn by applying and doing things on the side with his um, See, that's another did he have a bachelor's degree um yes i think he actually oh, was that was that the requirement that you were looking for i was not looking for his degree at all. No? i did not look for his what was the requirements that you were looking for? my requirements was seeing someone that is had a desire to learn first of all and seeing someone that's not just has a desire to learn but that's someone that's taking the next step and actually did something for themselves this guy what stood out for me was he had his own YouTube channel. He was doing animations. He was um, creating content around the idea of marketing and he was really um, so setting himself up for his future while at the same time looking for a job to help him out now for the immediate return. And I thought- And he's in the best field as well. He's getting all the actions in the battleground as well. Yeah. He's doing it on his own, on his own as well. Yeah. So, but now that he has experience at client level, yeah. you know, he's gonna experience that, he's gonna continue. And he's going to learn more skills, man. And, you know, just adding on to that as well, where you mentioned that... What did you mention? Oh, man, I lost my train of thought. It's just... No, no, it wasn't bachelor's degree. It's just about hiring. You look at school. I personally... I, can, I do believe I can speak for a lot of people. I really hope I do. Yeah. Um, but I do feel that if you didn't go to school, or if you didn't go to uni... Your level and your desire to learn is much higher outside of school and uni than it is inside it. Because a lot of people would disagree with that. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. So, for example, uh, this is what we were driving in the car I was telling you about. So, um, the shit thing is about, about how all this is, is we actually do need it. Let's be honest. Like, knowledge, you touched upon it. It's knowledge that we need. And they do offer that sort of knowledge. For example, they um, the sort of skills that they might offer is typing writing up you know in increasing our knowledge in, in writing you know what i mean so uh reports um those sort of thing if you go up a bit higher level you know exactly how to 
um, increase your grammar and, uh, and and continue on with that knowledge. And if it becomes to like little, little sections that you're actually touching point, which is marketing, you know, the strategizing bit and so forth. So those that, let's say, have never done school, ever, like I highly doubt they would have that 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 sort of um, yeah. that drive yeah. and motivation. You know what I mean? But but this is this is another um, example. So one of my mates, he's, he's his name is Rami too. You know now now Rami was probably the smartest people I've ever met. That wasn't an Asian. No disrespect to Asians. I love <laughs> Asians. Um, you know I find them I find them to have the the, the genetics of whatever. But exactly yeah this. Rami was so knowledgeable with everything that he always had an opinion and that opinion actually made sense, right? It was a bit annoying. Everyone hated him for it. But at the same time, this guy had an opinion for everything. The interesting thing about him was he dropped out in year 12. He actually didn't even finish up his, his high school certificate. He, um, that's grade, grade 12 for all those that are, that are in international. So he, when, when he dropped out, um, he told me that he first started off wanting to increase his knowledge in sales, which is which was a sort of fundamental area that really didn't require you to finish up any diploma. It was mainly how you, how you approach yourself, how, how knowledgeable you are with contacting and communicating towards different people. And you know what? At, this, at the time, he was, he was not getting paid for about six months. He wasn't getting paid, so he wasn't really doing it for the money, but only the experience. Once he finished with the real estate side, basically, he wasn't even selling houses. He was doing the administration work. Then he moved into car sales, which he felt was a lower tier, can impact him a lot greater. Now this guy is a sales manager, probably earning um, more than anyone in our school, in, in, a, in our grade, in that, that, that graduation period. And then, um, and I guarantee you, those girls that have studied their ass off for the, for the high school certificate, they hate him for it. They actually hate him. They thought that they did more of the hard work, but this guy took it upon himself to take that risk of dropping out because he knew that it wasn't for him. Um, and if he continued on, he felt like he was wasting his time. But, and to be fair, I wish I'd done that. I actually wish I'd done that. It's funny you add on to that. I think one of the best, uh, what a lot of people probably don't know is I've dropped out of law school and I dropped out of my master's. So I've dropped out twice. And I, I mean, he dropped out of law school too. He was, uh, he was really? in college. He was in college though. Yeah, he dropped well, out. I dropped out and I dropped out after three and a half years. So yeah. I took that chance, yeah. I took that risk and I took that chance and I'm telling you right now, it was the best decision I ever made. Now me, coming from a very typical Pakistani background, <clears throat> no one could understand that. No one could. The only two people that I know that actually supported me, or three that I remember, was my uncle, my uh, my mum, and actually believe even my brother. <laughs> my brother uh, and one of my cousins. So he said that, you know what, dude, if you're not enjoying it, just drop out. It's not too late. And I dropped out. I got. I did commerce at uni. Uh, I did entrepreneurship because I want to be an entrepreneur. Lo and behold, did fuck all. To be honest, <laughs> um, it basically taught me definitions rather than skills like negotiation or sales or yeah. how to come back from failure, stuff like that. And you see, and oh, it's funny. That's bringing my next um, topic as well. That you're not taught that at uni because. If you're put in uni, fine, you might have be the smartest guy in the world, but have you been taught how to come back from a failure? Yeah. If you fail a subject in really, school... They, they couldn't give a shit about, about failure every day. They, if you fail a subject at school or university, bro, you're, you're considered worse than a, like a wooden spoon. 
Well, what, what, is that what it's called? Wooden spoon in Wooden NRL? Spoon, yeah. yeah. You're considered like absolute dirt. You're just like, you know what? You're a disgrace to my family. You're this, you're that. Whereas when they don't realize that, dude, failure is actually so good for you. And I'm telling you right now, if it was not for the mistakes I made, for like the three or four businesses that I absolutely destroyed, not destroyed in a bad way, by the way, not in a good way. Like absolutely, I feel that like no tomorrow. It would not have brought me into the stage where now I'm finally getting my feet, thank God. Um, but you see, imagine that happened at school. And by the way, that did happen at school. I failed a lot at school. I think my best grade was like a B minus or something. Yeah. I, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> so you had that grade system. You had the B and everything yeah, and, and the, the A's. Yeah, the system and everything. I think for ours is just, what was it? Um, numbers, wasn't it? Yeah, we had we had a number grade system. No, we I think had, it was a, sometimes it can be out of ten, out of thirty, out of a hundred, out of a hundred, out of a hundred. I had school in Pakistan as well. There you go. And there, there we go. go. But That's then when I moved to Australia, um, even then I wasn't very good. And then even when I was studying in HC, people thought I wouldn't even make tape. Somehow <laughs> I made it to law school. <laughs> That's amazing. But to be honest, I did do it out of anger. But I realized it's not what I wanted to do as well. It's just you know the anger, emotion, the frustration, everything just kicks in and. People, that's another thing I think that university doesn't teach you. It doesn't teach you how to deal with stuff like that. They don't teach you how to deal with your emotions. Real life problems. Exactly. Yeah. I don't. Bouncing, you know, bouncing back from a failure is one of the strongest things you can exactly. do, but also the heart. It can be the it hardest thing. It's very yeah. difficult. And I realized at a very early age, because I failed so much at school before, because I got bullied and everything as well because of it, and I actually came last in like six years of my life, I my resilience and my will to come back from failing was so strong but the school didn't teach me that i taught myself that it yeah. Yourself, yeah yeah it was and the thing is i've seen so many good people and i really do feel for them i really do i know a lot of people that failed one businesses and they were top of the class they yeah. just couldn't well look i like you said fail, failure can be a beautiful thing like for, beautiful. You, you can't you can't go on life and just continue on having success after success. i guarantee you, all those people that you mentioned steve jobs drop out yeah. bill gates drop out um even uh mark zuckerberg drop out yeah. they all dropped out right i think we can all agree like university doesn't make you successful no that i does think not it's not at all see it's, it's interesting what what nationality i'm palestinian palestinian pakistani pakistani middle east and sort of background I'm, I'm i'm a syrian um now it's funny with with when i even i'm about to touch point on the brief history but i'll also uh touch point on this our tradition deems that if we go to university we're going to be successful no it does not work like that, that unless actually to be fair look i think it depends where you are if you're from what i call a trust fund family <laughs> okay don't take it the wrong way people it's just it's just a not common joke what do you mean by trust fund Oh, you have rich parents and everything. Oh, fair. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, okay. Say how it is, bro. This is relatable. It's uh, I saw it from YouTube. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to use that. <laughs> so, I... <laughs> he was waiting this whole time. Waiting the whole time. I dropped my that. line. I dropped my line. Um, but, yeah. If you, you, you made your mark on this podcast. <laughs> exactly. I'm sorry. I'm done. No. Um, if you come from a trust fund family, as I like to call it, yeah. you're basically set up. Yeah. Okay, because all you have to do is be like, yo, here's a degree. But not many people realize that's actually detrimental. I actually come from a family where, thank God, both my parents run their own businesses. You know, my, my own dad wanted me to come work with him. I just decided, you know what, I know who I am as a person, which school didn't teach me that. School yeah. helped me in the sense where it told me what I didn't want to be. 
But it, um, yeah. real life experiences taught me who I want to be. Yeah. I had the choice to work with my dad, and I could have been set for the rest of my life. I said not because if I even if I take over your company, you're still gonna have a leash over me for the rest yeah. of your life. Yeah, you would agree. You came from a trust fund family. Not to be, not to put it uh, in a negative well, aspect. No, 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 no. It's I do believe that. Not trust fund really that Your high, but I would have been I would have been set. Let's put it that way. Fair I would have been very, yeah. very, very set. Fair enough, yeah. All I had to do was just grind for a bit, get a bullshit degree. Yeah. Just to go show face in Pakistan and be like, hey man, I got yeah. a degree from this university. Um Make I dropped out of law school, and... but that's alright. Yeah. You know, don't worry about that. <laughs> but making that decision as well, like again, that school and university didn't teach me that as well to have that that resilience and that lack of fear. When I was at school and university, I was fearful all the time. Oh my God, if I don't study enough, I'm gonna fail. Oh my God. I felt I was more stressed out at school and university than yeah. I actually was in business. I had more panic attack, anxiety attacks during school and university than I did in real life where I have a shitload of worse problems, but in a good way, like the good problems, the good yeah. type of problems yeah. you want. But <clears throat> they just, they don't teach you that stuff, man. They don't teach you how to come back and they don't teach you how to be stressed out. I think that <clears throat> one of the key things we need to do when people fail, you're repeating your class. No, it doesn't work. Give them a second chance. Make them do summer school. Make them do an internship. Give them some skills. Yeah. Make them do something. Give them another phone. If you're going to be like, you're punished for failing this, you're killing the kid. I personally think you're killing the kid. Yeah. That's just my opinion. But... but People can disagree with me, but that's just my opinion. The thing is, I think people need to remember is <coughs> you've gone through the high school education or the secondary, whatever education that it's called, you can't expect to leave that and then be able to have the skills required to you to not go to university and just get a job. The problem is that you need to change both the, the high school system and the university system. They're both not setting people up for the next step. Hmm. They're setting well, yeah. people up. Absolutely. They're setting them up for their, the need for something else. They're just setting them up to require something else that they can monetize somehow. Because you have to keep remember, a university is a business. It's not a government. Oh, dude, you, everyone's got... <laughs> me and you and I probably have accumulated like 100k debt just between us. That could have bought us a house. There you go, there you go. But look, look um, at the end of the day, what I found interesting, and I, I like that you touch point on like it's sort of... Um, it has that aspect of obviously giving you education, but it might not be the right education that you need to progress in life. Right, so it has, actually has like that, that conformity aspect that manages you very well, and they've done that very good job at doing that. But what, what's interesting, and I, the reason why I asked about your nationality as well, is I had a look at the history of the schooling system and education in general. So um, I figured the best way to get through this topic is to understand where it came from. So you have, you have this Mesopotamians. And Mesopotamians, they're very ancient. They're actually what I am, ancient Assyrians. Um, and the Egyptians, yeah, Mesopotamians. It's, it's ancient Iraq. Mesopotamians, yeah, yeah. You got that, and the Egyptians, they create, they created a structure on education for the advancement of their society, right? They had, they, they, they were, they were basically considered the cradle of civilization. Everything happened, all the trade systems and whatnot. So, um, shout out to all the Chaldeans and the Syrians from there. But, but their ways of educating their youth was to provide religious instructions or to establish morality. Because back then it was mainly it was a fundamental aspect to learn about religion and to learn about you know that sort of aspect because that was that was actually a very big thing over there. But then we move on to the ancient Greeks. Now the ancient Greeks they needed to teach their young how to read, write, and prepare 
as citizen soldiers at a very young age, spe specifically in Sparta, um, or to become well-skilled in the arts, in more relaxed Athens, then the, Romans, the Roman Empire adapted the, the Greeks' method of schooling to prepare young men, predominantly wealthy ones. So not the poor didn't really have that sort of uh, luxury on, hap on having that. And you, we kind of have that in today's time. So those that are third world countries, they don't want to have the education that we have. So they would have for, for public life, focusing on reading, writing, and living in the, on their own. After the fall of Rome, you had all of, the, all of Europe adapt this sort of structure. Um, but not until the Middle Ages, where school did not continue, but only in churches. So I guess we're going back into the religious aspect. Now, yeah. it teaches kids on how to prep for life after death, as well as developing a healthy fear for God. Things, things got a bit weird in the middle, middle evil times, where there were a lot of burning people at the stake, witches at Salem and so forth. Remember, Galileo was executed because he said that the world was indeed not flat. It wasn't flat, and providing that the earth revolved around the sun, which in reality annoyed the church, who had other ideas about how the universe worked. So you had Galileo fighting the system, the conformity of the system, and he got punished for it. Then we, then we came closer to times, to, to our times. In, in 1642, the U.S. and Massachusetts Bay Colony, I can't believe I said that right. Um, now... In the, in the Bay Colony, they set up one of the first compulsory schools with many small towns following suit. It's set up by religious institutions interested in advancing the word of God. Um, many small towns were required to have a school attached to the church so that young people could be taught Greek, Latin, and religious studies. But not until 1918 that national compulsory schooling laws were enacted across the U.S. Probably at the same time the Illuminati started growing. Uh, for those that don't believe, it was a secret society that basically wanted to establish an order and continue that order. Now, the idea that all children should have access to free education was in part responding to the growing needs for cultured workforce, but also as a way to prevent child labour. So, when reading all the all of that history, what what does that sort of tell you about where it first started and how we are now? Is there is there a big change? Was there a big change, or do you guys kind of see like they still have that same aspect of learning and teaching? regardless of what the topic is. There's definitely, <clears throat> look, there's definitely learning and teaching. Definitely. And as time will go on, there's always going to be learning and teaching, okay? But it just depends on the person you are as well. That's my personal opinion. Like, do you want to conform or do you not want to conform? But see, no, no, I'm not touching base on the actual person. This is that the schooling system. Oh, the schooling system. Do you actually think that the schooling system, starting from where Mesopotamia was and the ancient Egyptians to where they were, is um, instructing their, their citizens on um, religious views, coming down to our parts where they were, instruct, were, were, were instructed on certain aspects and topics. But then again, there's not much freedom on what we want to learn. The only difference that I believe is education is free now. Not really free, but it's free access to... It's, it's accessible. Much more, much more accessible, yeah, right. But do you guys kind of agree with that? Like, Rami, with your, when, when you're touching base on... Um, being homeschooled. Not many people have that sort of, uh, uh, th that go through that trial of being homeschooled because not many people see that as a right fitting. But, you know, coming from your own, you're very successful in what you're doing at the moment and, and you're going forth with that. But do you kind of see like a change happening in that aspect of the schooling system? Since we don't have freedom to learn by ourselves, because let's be honest, we can't. We can't. We, we, we lack creativity because we're, we're um, institutionalized to 
fit this criteria of learning, yeah. right? So we have topics that we need to learn. We have topics that we need to pass for us to go into that second tier of topic. And then it goes, keep, keeps going on and on and on until we get a certificate. That basically teaches the person, all right, I mean, you have the certificate. Certificate may get, may get you into a job. So saying our education is already defined. Yes. We're climbing, like it's like the Matrix, the yeah. movie, in a way. Yeah, yeah. Where everything's preset. Whatever you want to learn, they're, they're the ones feeding it to you. You're not sitting there and exploring things for yourself. Absolutely. There's a, there's a, there's a hint of laziness. Like even if we put it back into the animal kingdom, right? Like you mentioned, everyone's different. The individual is different, Hamza, right? So... If, if, a, if a lion, let's say they, they won't kill each other at this point, but if a lion and an elephant, as well as a mouse, right, they were all instructed to pass this unit, you're going to have to climb up the tree to the top, get that certificate and come down. Who do you think would pass? That's a great question. Who do you think would pass? Well, so we've got the lion, the mouse, and, and the um, elephant. I, for some reason, I feel the mouse will win. No, but the lion and the mouse will go up that tree. Yeah, they will pass that unit. But the elephant will just grab it. No, 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 no. We're talking about a pace that the elephant can't reach, oh, okay. right? Okay. So do you see what I mean? Like they all have different set of yeah. ways on how to tackle life in general. Preset. You can't give the same instructions or the same mentality towards or the same um, food yeah. to someone when they, their mind and the way they think is completely different to someone else. Absolutely. Now, there was another famous line. I'm trying to remember. I'm probably going to butcher the shit out of it, but... Fuck it, whatever. <laughs> this is this is this is relatable. I'm human as well. Um, so there was a very famous line. If you, it's something along this line. If you define intelligence based on a monkey climbing a tree and a fish climbing a tree, then you're. I don't know the word, but I'm assuming it wasn't a very not nice word. They're all beings. They're all beings, though. Exactly. But do you see that? You're judging a person. You're judging a um anything. You, there's a monkey trying to cli cli uh, climb a tree, <clears throat> and a fish is trying to climb uh, trying to climb a tree. But the fish can breathe on the water, not the monkey. Yeah. yeah. Do you see what I mean? Like, you got skills Each one everywhere. Has skills <clears throat> and strengths. And I feel that school and university, uh, mainly school in that sense, because university at least gives you that option to, you know what, <clears throat> you sort of kind of maybe know where you're going in yeah. life. At least you can see if that kind of applies to you. The sad part is, I think. There's there's two there's two things I want to say. The one is, um, when you leave high school, you're not going to be equipped to go and get a job. So you you're forced to go into the schooling system, whether it's TAFE um, or university. Um, so you're forced either way to go through that. Well, we'll explain what TAFE is. So TAFE, if uh, you're an international sort of setting, TAFE is sort of college for them. Yeah. Like yeah. We'll have college or community college actually. Yeah. yeah. It's community college. University is what you would call college in the international setting. They actually don't call it university. Oh, in America? Yeah. Oh, yeah, they America's got like, and it's community college. Yeah, yeah, America's got like seven different names for uh, like there's, there's, different things. I'm just like, yo. There's primary school. There's, no, there's, um, what, was, what was it called? There's, um, I know there's middle school. There's high school. There's college. There's college. There's community college. Um, but there's this, there's a lower tier one. It's not primary Secondary? Is it's it? secondary yeah. school. Yeah, but it's not, it's not, it's not primary. It's like, Anyways, we're, we're completely off topic. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, go on. You were saying? Yeah, so I think right out of high school, if you went through the normal schooling system, you're not going to have the skills or the knowledge or the um, experience to go out and just go get a job. 
So you're forced to go into the the system of university or college or table. You see, but there's a way. I I like and I actually do agree with you. Yeah. But do you know what? There's a way you can also change that. What if schools actually had a program with people where you of get com- compulsory yeah. skills, where because you'd actually have skills. And one of the biggest things that I just love about Australia, I'm very blessed to be here, and I honestly thank God. I appreciate it much yeah. more now because I've just started seeing opportunities out of nowhere. Yeah. The one thing I love about Australia, it's not like Pakistan at all, where if you work at Macca's or something, which is McDonald's, by the way, for all the <laughs> international um, people here. <laughs> if you work at Macca's... Yeah, it's good, I actually call it Macca's. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why, but anyways, even that was a culture We're shock. We're better. Oh, Whatever yeah. word, take... we have a short word for it. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. But... You know, if you do it here, it's like, it's a means to an end. Like, yeah. you're getting skills. You're, but what you're... I was trying to say is, um, in the current system, there's obviously a lot of things that we can change, you know, and we can um, we can place different ways of teaching to encourage people to think for themselves. But the way it is currently, it, it doesn't exist. It doesn't your, exist. Your mentality so. is, okay, well, I'm going to finish school so I can get a mark, and for my mark, I can go to the university Which is that sad I want. because, the, you know what, they should tell you... Some stuff like me personally. Once my once my kids are old enough, firstly they ain't getting jack shit off me because <laughs> then they'll be entitled little brats. And no, don't get me wrong. I'm gonna spoil them. I'm gonna spoil the shit out of them until they're eighteen. Yeah. Once they leave school, I'm like, yo, you know what? Time feeding the show. That's time show you what the real world is. Yeah. But until then, that's the future. <clears throat> so the issue I think is, um, I think your mentality going into university should be to use this as an opportunity. To get the accreditation that you need because it will help you regardless we live in a world where a degree will help you it won't help you be successful as a business owner but it will help bring you credibility credibility if i can only pronounce it um, sorry dude i'm pakistani i can't pronounce anything <laughs> i sound half american half australian then the pakistani in me yeah. comes out it's, good. Um, it's not just international i just feel like it's just a massive orgy of so many languages <laughs> yeah. i'm like bro just pick one language and that's it we're good so because of the world that we live in, <laughs> university does help in a way. It brings you credibility and allows people to trust you and they will respect your opinion in the field yeah, that you're see, in. Yeah, see, I do agree with you there. That's the reason I, I've decided I um, personally to <coughs> go to university next year. Unfortunately, if we fight it, if we do fight that system, it's going to cause a higher risk for us. And that's not, not having a, any prior knowledge to um, opening your business. If some, not, you know, opening your own business is not for everyone. Not it's everyone wants to, you yeah. Really need to, exactly. You really need to be resilient. Exactly, exactly. But that those that want to work in the field, it's going to be very hard for them to do that if yeah. they were to push that field that requires you to have yeah. a certificate. So, yeah. and so the argument here isn't really to get rid of the system completely. Yeah. The reason why there is so much change in the world, good or bad, is because of the system. So the fact is that when schooling becomes accessible, mainly developed countries it suffocates the students just exactly like you said with university and controls him or her while you have a teacher or a tutor teaching skills that were better suited in the past so yeah. not, they're not really you know Again, conforming I, to trends or changing in times actually, that, that's what i'm saying that i did my degree on entrepreneurship yeah i'm telling you right now i don't know what the fuck i went down i was like what the fuck man the only thing i learned was Oh, which I didn't even learn by the because I didn't want to fucking learn it. Was what the definition of entrepreneur was. <laughs> That's it. And like I was just sitting there. I'm, I'm just like, telling that I, I had such a hard time. <laughs> like, like we're strong. 
Yeah. Trying to spell restaurant. You know what? When you say spell restaurant, in the moment you can't spell it. No. I can't spell it. like when no, you no, said no, no, when no. you said restaurant, like shit. Yeah, <laughs> What's the order? No, no, you can't. Like, no, but like. Hamza, move a bit to the mic, I think, just oh. so we, everyone can hear clearly. I'm loud enough. Trust me. It's me that I have to worry about. <laughs> no, no, that's okay. Um, no, but it's it is true. It's too outdated, man. That's the sad part. Like they're not really. I. This is my personal opinion. As I said, like I am. I would be so happy if I'm proved wrong, trust me. Like, yeah. Because that would give me a lot of happiness and faith in the next generation. I do believe that the next generation are going to be really fucking good because they're going to have all this access of uh, knowledge yeah. and everything. Online. That Even if they're like, you know what, school's bullshit. i got motherfucking Google. You know, yeah. I'm good. Like, they yeah. can just learn. And, like, it's just, it's too outdated. The internet proved otherwise, man. Once they, I don't think schools and just this general system would truly prepare for the internet to really blow up because yeah. now they're just sitting here and like, okay, we're going to apply these sales techniques from 1960s. <laughs> I'm like, motherfucker, it's the 21st yeah, fucking have, century. They still have, have you realized they still have the textbooks back in 2008? Or That's crazy. Dude, you spent 300 bucks on a textbook. You're, suff- you're not just suffocating, you're fuck suffocating the student. You're bankrupting the students already as it is with a 30, 30 to 50, 100,000 billion dollar loan. Yeah. And now you're making them spend 300 bucks on a textbook, for example, on entrepreneurship with a guy, the author, the author, and I'm moving my fingers, whatever <laughs> it is, has never run a business in his life. Yeah. Like, are you serious, man? Like, how disrespectful and how, like, are you human? That's my only yeah. question. Like. That is so not nice. I'll, I'll put this on, on you guys. So um, talking about what we have, do you guys, have you have you dropped out of anything or do you know someone that has dropped out? Oh, dude, I, uh, I dropped out twice. You dropped out twice. Yourself, uh, Rami? I was working full-time and I tried to take risks, but it's dropped out again. Okay. Now, it might, have, it might have a similar aspect. When you, and, and talking from that beginning, what was the first feeling that you had when you did drop out? Relief. Relief? Yeah, literally. Was it, was it fear? Was it fear? No, fear? that's the best part. That's the best part. You know what? Look, naturally, I no, was afraid. Also, we're not encouraging people to drop out of anything. It's just a matter of... Uh, no, don't drop out unless you're really self-aware, by the way. Honestly. Um, it's really funny. And I was thinking about this a few days ago. I do believe... You know, people are like, Oh, man, I don't want to get old. I don't want to get... I'm like, why would you not want to get old? I can't wait to get... I get happy... Every year, because I'm like, you know what? I'm a step closer to my goals. Is, you know, is your goal getting old, or? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I had a, I had a different topic to you, but I'm like, oh my fuck, mine is like a ticking time bomb at the moment. I swear. And, and I'm just like, dude, like, as I got, as I left uni, yeah, my level of learning just went exponential. I yeah. read more books now. I listen to a lot more podcasts. I just, I'm just always involved in the learning environment and just... As well as, he's going to listen to the relatable source, but you know, that's, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's another topic, yeah. Um, no, no, but look, it's, it's funny that you touch point on that. Like, even, even when you dropped out, right? You, Rami, you had that option of once you dropped out, you were, uh, you had that, did you have that knowledge of, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to open my own business. That was the reason. That was the complete reason that you dropped out. Yeah, yeah. I knew exactly what I wanted. Okay. That's why there was no excuse. Okay. The there was that. Yours, yours. So, um... Even going into different roles, right? Because you didn't have that certificate to prove it, was it hard to get into roles? You know what's so funny? You know when I got into um, my job at the bank, they didn't ask my degree. That's when I knew this is the biggest load of shit. <laughs> I got my degree, 
they were looking at my skills and everything and they were just I'm like I'm waiting for them like oh they're gonna ask for a degree now or they're gonna ask for a degree and mind you my yeah. manager at the time good man by the way was Indian so this guy is like Pakistani in yeah, the sense that education you'd expect it, him to think that yeah I'm, like, I'm just waiting I'm like oh he's gonna ask for it. he's gonna ask for it. he's gonna and mind you I didn't bring my transcript as well <laughs> I just bought the degree oh, what you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna be basing someone off of how smart they were and then making assignments rather than actually doing labor work. Yeah, that's so stupid. Honestly, if I was if I was if I was in their position, I'd actually be looking. My sole criteria and the thing that would actually drive me to hire that person was one, like you mentioned, it was their inability, their their ability to learn, mm. but learn from the training that I provide. That's that's the beautiful part. That's what. And experience. No, but you, you remember how you said before that people in education, um, they they will to learn is more. That's what I was gonna tell you at that time. Really happy we came back. And that's why I feel like you know what? I don't think so. I'll tell you why. You're in a job. If you don't learn, you you're fucked. You know how are you gonna? You got your family support. You got everything. Yeah. But if you see, you have to learn. And to be honest, you're willing to learn because a lot of people want to get better. They want to increase their income. For whatever reason. Yeah. But you go to school. I'm in fucking geography. I don't want to be in geography. That's why there's electives and everything is all. Do you know what I mean? Do you see the fun I'm trying to make? Like, um, you as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, by the way, I'm none of those. I'm not some big shot, just to mention. I'm just, I'm literally in my early stages. So I'm not trying to toot my horn or anything. It's just, this is just how I personally view the world. And I'm yeah. sure Rami and Bas um, can agree with me as well. I just felt <laughs> one day, um, but I feel that my will to learn stuff like accounting is so much stronger now yeah. than it was at uni because uni, I was forced to learn. Now you see the value now of it. Now I see the value of it because I don't have that bullshit theoretical stuff. Like if you don't learn this, you're going to fail. Yeah. For me, it's like, I look at it as a game. I'm just like, yo, if I know this, I'm going to be better. And that's where my mindset started working and everything. I'm like, you need to just kept my mind closed. It's very similar to when you're, you're a child, your dad tells you, can you help me clean my, his car, for example. Mm. You see as a bird and why do I have to do this? And then you get your own car and you're cleaning it every week. Exactly. When something relates to you and you see the value of it, you, you, you enjoy it more, first of all, and then you, you put in the extra effort to get to, exactly. to learn it well. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Touching points, but if I can bring it back to something that we spoke about earlier, that that Lego example, um, how kids are being brought up into a world where they're controlled already, even with the toys that they play with, um, it kind of reminded me of the assignments that we did. Either the assignments and how the criteria was set up by a step-by-step process, um, was able to put in place to make sure you needed to hand in a project report um, or assignment exactly how the tutor intended it. Um, or if it's not the tutor, it's the um, the board of studies and so forth, right? Now, regardless if you didn't, if you did it and answered the question your own way, there was a high chance that you would be marked down because it didn't reflect on how the tutor or teacher wanted it to be in the first place. Um, the scary thing about uni, and I think you boys would agree with this, is that the the graduating aspect and failing to be employed in the field you studied uh, three to four, sometimes to six years is 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 high when to think about in a way. So when we try to do it our own, our own way, there's a higher risk of us failing. And that's how society has been put in place. That's how the system, I think, is failing us because 
It wants us to follow it to the T. Step-by-step process, follow this, follow the ladder, make sure you do exactly what we tell you, and if you don't, there's a high chance you're going to fail. And you're going to continue on, you're going to have a higher debt, you're going to continue paying these debts, um, and even graduating. Once you graduate, you have a, you have a debt to pay for. So there's, the, there's that aspect of, of uh, it's fucking expensive nowadays. Dude, yeah. dude, it compounds as well. I don't think many people understand that as well. When it's a 50K debt, it's not just a 50K debt. It's this interest charges and everything, and that shit compounds every year. The yeah. longer you take to pay it, the worse it's gonna get for you. And and that's why I feel that if you tell me right now, would I rather have fifty thousand? But I'm gonna fail my business. I'm gonna lose every single cent. Or I have fifty thousand dollar debt from uni. I would tell you right now, I'd rather lose fifty thousand dollars in business because a, not only did I get the skills while failing the business and learning from my mistakes, mm. which I don't think school would really emphasize you on as well they wouldn't really tell you like okay you feel this you did it all wrong because this is that and that you didn't answer the question <coughs> rather than <clears throat> rather than doing that why don't you actually sit down to the student and be like do you know why you feel this yeah. do you have a fair idea of what you did wrong why yeah. do you have to go and tell them that this is wrong that's wrong that's wrong that's wrong yeah. like uh, obviously it's a different story if it's math so you can see the focus is not on the education exactly side yeah like i understand don't get me wrong i'm not talking about math or anything where there's one answer to everything i just believe in stuff like history you can have a different opinion obviously if you tell, say world war Two was in 1976 yeah then come on man what are you doing do you know what i mean but you see what i mean unless it's pinpoint proven like everyone's gonna have a different uh, opinion on philosophy on life on even religion, everything like, rather than telling him you did this wrong, you did that wrong, that wrong because you it wasn't written in the textbook that was written back in nineteen eighty one or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. Why don't you ask them? What do you think you did wrong? How do you think you can learn? Because not only that way, for before you give your opinion, you're actually getting your people to critically think. Yeah, that's right. Do you get what I mean? Like, it's more like no, this is wrong. Like, you're actually getting to think. We're taught what to think. Have we ever questioned no, why to think. to think or how to think? Mm. I don't think so, man. Like, they don't even teach us like how to concentrate or anything. Like, if you tell me right now, Hamza, how do you concentrate? I don't think I could answer that question. A lot of people can't answer that question unless you're really good at neurobiology. Like, what people don't understand is that concentration is actually you re- it's more it's more mental. It's more of a mental game. It's actually something proven by science as well that. It's like neuroplasticity and stuff. That by that I don't know much about neurobiology or any of that stuff, so I'm probably gonna butcher the shit out of it as well. But this is just from what I'm probably not a touch point on it, but like, cause, yeah. I, cause I feel like they're gonna they're gonna kill me with the sort of comments that might be on this. But um, look, final thoughts on the whole topic: Is university worth it? Depends on what field you're in. If you want to be an employee, definitely worth it. Um, if you want, if you're creative and you know what you want, and that you've been self-aware since you're a young person, I think go out into the world try to be fearless and try to get an experience work for someone you admire even work for not for free but come on that's almost impossible but don't get the best way but get the experience and you'll see how much better it benefits you in life than uni does Um, my opinion is everything you do has to be strategic Um, whatever you do in life I think it should help you get to the goal that you want to achieve um, one of mine is, is to be able to run multiple businesses, grow the company and um, obviously work internationally and university, although it's upsetting, 
is definitely important. If you go to China or somewhere, some other foreign country, they look at the certification before they trust you. To them, their, their mentality is that you need this um, because this is the prerequisite before your experience. And they look at that more so than experience. So in my life, I try to not put anything, I try to have everything sorted so that no one can say anything to me where you're not, you're not qualified to speak about this, you're not experienced enough. So I try to fit, um, fill every area of my life. And that's something that's recently been on my mind, and that's the reason why I am planning to go to university next you're going year. Uni, yeah, yeah. That's, that's one of your strategies. That, that it's just a strategic move. Yeah. I'm not going there hoping I'm going to learn something new. Obviously, I'm going to be open to it, but to me, it's just going to be an experience, and it will help me in the future. And if, if it doesn't even help me, it's not going to set me back from anything other than obviously the repayments on the loan that you, that you get from it. But to me, that's not a big deal at this I stage. Do, I do love that you're using a strategic move. Um, do you see yourself dropping out of it though? Do you, are you committed to finishing it? Um, <laughs> if I'm going to start, I want to finish it, yeah. 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 I know if, I, if, I, if I drop out, what's I'm, the point? Exactly. Going, yeah. It's funny, um, because I just knew what I wanted, I just went for masters again, something that school and university taught. You please everyone but yourself. That's what schools and universities are. Yeah. So I was mainly doing to please my parents, the Pakistanis, and I turned. I just spoke to my mom. I said, Mom, I don't want to do this anymore. I've got this opportunity. I just can't turn it down. Yeah, that's good. So go do it. Why did you join your master in the first place? So having one person to support you in understanding is so critical. But yeah. it also comes down to self-awareness as well and mm. having the courage to actually follow through. That's that's very um, important what you said, self-awareness. Some people so are, not, are not fit enough to be able to not rely on university and rely on their self-discipline <clears throat> because a lot of people don't have self-discipline. They're not taught that in the school. They're not taught... They're um, only taught discipline is just how to shut up during an exam and even that too, you're still going to hit them. They might have honest. the discipline enough to finish an exam on time, but in life, there's no set date to something. There's no set date. And because exactly. of that, that, that was a lot of I mistakes. love that point. I yeah. love that point. Everything's fixed. No, that's, that's really good. I, look, I think the idea of studying and expanding your knowledge is something that should never stop. I uh, think... Sorry, just to cut you off there. I would actually change the word studying. I would say educating. Education, edu educating yourself is the biggest blessing. Individual to education. No, no, that's Self-education. Self I do believe study is not the right word because if you, again, it all comes down to a mental game. The first thing, if I think you told me I have to study this, you just think of school, university, I have to do if I don't do that, I'm not going to But you say education, dude, you have all your life, like, I'm committed to learning one new thing every day. And I just, again, this is just what I do. I think it works on me. If it doesn't work on me, you guys can feel to give me the best advice because I would love that as well. I just have to be around podcasts. I read every day. I just have to do it because mm. especially being a creative, especially being a creative person, I need to know not everything, but I need to know. I need to know a lot of things. Yeah. So that I can guide everyone from every single angle. Yeah. See, me personally, I've graduated from university, uh, from Western Sydney University, and got a bachelor's degree in business and commerce. I majored in marketing and management, and from the get-go, I had pressure on my hands. I had no idea what I wanted to do. I'm still trying to figure that out. Let's, let's be fair. Dude, you got um, your own podcast. I'm pretty sure you know. No, but no, no. It's, it's, in, in that aspect, it's, it's more it, the beauty of it is to continue learning exactly. and try to find out about yourself. Life but is beautiful. The scariest idea was that I would graduate, right, and not find employment in my field yeah. at all. Cool. Like, like the stories that I heard and I used that as motivation, people would be like, oh, you know, it's been four years. I'm still trying to find a place. And I found, I found some security job, you know. 
Um, sometimes it's not the lecture or tutorial or the actual degree, but the person or persons that guide you um, through it. I know uni is not really the best place to be looking for help as it's pretty much just yourself or your tutors and peers can really get through. For, and i got to give her a shout-out. For example, I had this tutor. Her name was Ada Sukari. Sukari. I think that's how you pronounce her last name. And, and she was the most straightforward person I've ever come across, ever, still to this day. Um, she told it like it is, but to continue to highlight the fact that we have to make our own opportun opportunities and not rely on a degree to get us anywhere. Um, wow, some, a university she was she, she was so she was so straightforward, but she was also um, I think uh, she, coming from from a similar background to to myself, she knew where I came from as well. But um, you know, she she told me not to rely on the degree and so forth. But some took it within them and and didn't and didn't do much about it. But for me, um, I used it as motivation. I managed to go. Wow. To businesses, uh, to business meetings, uh, to try to and sneak my way into a position, and it worked. For example, you know, the uh, university. Many people um, will will know this, and those that really don't. Um, sometimes they'll have meetups of different businesses that come in and try to introduce their sort of formats and how to do it. The whole point of it is to network and sort of get an understanding. I had a different thought. I wanted to put my name out and actually created business cards for myself that particular day. Yeah, and I went to uh, spoke to uh, all the accounting firms, Price Waterhouse Coopers. That's actually how I got my job there. Awesome. I ended up talking to the person, and I told him, like, look, um, I'm not asking for a job. I'm just asking for an opportunity uh, for me to learn. I know it's not my field, but I did study business, and I'm currently studying business. There's a there's a position available for me, like a graduate role that I can bas basically get into um, before the graduate positions start getting advertised. I'd, I'd love to like come sneak in and try to. Um, look at my own way. So he put me in a group to look forward in that and I think it's just that that sort of charge, take the charge lead and not rely on the university on how to tell me what to do but it's more for my own end. You know, um, I would even start up my own ventures and it worked independently because the thought of graduating with that experience was the scariest moment of my life. I did not want to do that and plus I think it was scarier to sort of um, uh, let my family down. I had that much pressure. I was the only person, I'm, I'm still the only person from my generation, literally, all the males, every male you can think of, I'm the only one that's been to uni. That's crazy. Straight really? to, to uni, yeah, I'm the only one that's been to uni. But see, that's another thing, like it's, it kind of sounds like it's supposed to be a proud aspect, but at the same time, I'm, look, there's debt involved, there's all these aspects, but at the same time, my cousins, my brothers, they all have their own positions and they all have their own jobs, but it's it's not any but different you know from what, my own end. You know, like, I don't blame you because you're not told this. It's like you buying a car. Oh my God, I'm so happy I bought a car. But then you're like, oh shit, insurance. Oh shit, I have to get a car. Oh shit, I gotta fill up. Like, you're not taught that, man. Like, you only learn that through time. I was very lucky, very, very, very lucky to understand who I was young. Obviously, it took me a lot of time. For me, I knew I was very young, so, but I basically lived a life for many years. Yeah. Because I'd try and be like, no, I'm not like, I'm normal like everyone. I mean, I'm not saying I'm. Everyone's just different, um, but like you're living a routine. Life yeah, like I was just like no, no, no. I was just like I want to be like everyone else, and I'm like in my head, I'm like you're not that person though. I'm like you're just your own person. So I knew who I was very young, but I was just too afraid to act on it. And I think that school and everything did play my culture. Maybe played a no, not maybe definitely played <laughs> a role in that. Yeah. You know, and then I just you know once I left uni as well, like don't get me wrong, I was afraid. I was afraid. I'm not going to sit here and be like, no, I wasn't afraid. But I was trying to get my own business going. My dad's like, 
no, you gotta do this, you gotta do that, blah, blah, blah. You know, you're gonna miss out on the opportunities. I said that, you mark my words, within six months, I'm gonna have a job. That's exactly what happened. Because, but I was, it was that self-belief as well. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't even think schools and universities could teach you about self-belief as much. It varies person to person. Yeah. But I just personally believe that they don't teach you life skills as much as they teach you bullshit like Pythagoras theorem, which... Which I just found out recently you use in mapping. Yeah. Who the fuck still uses <laughs> map? We still got we got motherfucking hey, Google no, Maps no, no, now. No, no, no. It was actually it was our nationality and all the Middle Easterns that have come up with Pythagoras. Yeah. yeah, no joke. Bro, we come up with everything. Everything that everyone hates in terms of schooling, we've come up with. You know what? If you think about it. Maths, uh, geometry, Pythagoras. Oh wait, Pythagoras sounds Greek. Um, probably not him. <laughs> uh, probably not him. But like Look no, but see, Pythagoras is also using construction. But imagine you told someone who wants to be in, uh, in project management and stuff like that, or an engineer, like, um, and we're all just looking like, why the fuck do we have to learn Pythagoras? That's, that's, that's another. There's a lot of high percentage of aspects that teach that they teach us, which we're not going to use in, in real life. But imagine you just said to someone like, it could have impacted one person. You cannot tell me that in, in a school of God knows how many people. It's not going to impact one person. Absolutely. You're going to use Pythagoras theorem. The reason why... Imagine just you being told why you need to learn this. I love history because it taught me a lot. I just I just love that subject. It's just fucking beautiful. But I hated geography. Till this day, I don't know what the fuck I learned from geography. Till this day, I just know where Australia is on the map. <laughs> like, like, are you serious? That's fair, that's fair, man. <laughs> um... I'm, I'm glad we touched point we touched base on this because I know there's a lot of people that um, are going through a university aspect or even high school in general my little my little cousins there they're going to high school and they're probably experiencing new things that they want to touch base on but you know mate, it's, it's good to move on. but look all in all I think we've uh, we've covered this topic very well I'd like to thank my guests we've got Hamza and Rami thank you so much for joining no, thank you for having me. Awesome. Honestly, this podcast, it's a big, big good project. Look, we're, we're trying to create a community. We're trying to create a community over here. But like for all the, like I said, for all the new listeners, thank you so much for tuning in. All those that have come up with suggestions for me, um, thank you for that. The support is, is uh, really grateful from, from my end and, and I really do appreciate it. Now, if, you, if you're wondering if there's a face towards this face, um, you can follow me on Instagram at buzz95, that's b O O Z ninety five. I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. One of my Indian friends um, said uh, he was watching a Bollywood movie. <laughs> he was watching a Bollywood movie, and this, this this Indian guy apparently looked like me, like an Indian version of myself. So he started calling me Buzzbuzz, and then he got shot into Buzz. And I've been having that Instagram since Instagram came out. So Buzz ninety five, and 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. and, and ninety five is um, the amount of people I've killed. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> nah, but, um, in all honesty, uh, uh, I also have, I, I, <laughs> I also do have a page for this. So if you want to um, plug a brother and, and help him out, you know, it's called the Relatable Source. That's T H E, the word relatable and source, not source, source as in the ketchup you put to to your foods to make them taste nice. But all not, yeah, S U A. Oh, S. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. All right. You know how to spell it. All right. Thanks, guys. Taking out.